morning again. Today we're going to be looking at um, the internet's favorite Bible passage, maybe just America's favorite Bible passage. Of course, it's Judge Not. Everyone loves Judge Not. Uh, you may have had this passage used against you. Maybe you've used it against someone else. I don't know. My dad told me that at some point, uh, maybe this was a quote he heard, and I don't have the details right, but at some point, earlier than I would have thought, he said, maybe like the 70s, the favorite Bible passage, the most quoted Bible passage in America, it switched from being, for God so loved the world, right? John 3.16 to, judge not, Matthew 7.1. So let's read this. Matthew 7.1 through 6. Judge not that you be not judged. For with the judgment you pronounce, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when there is a log in your own eye? You hypocrite. First, take the log out of your own eye. And then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. Do not give dogs what is holy, and do not throw your pearls before pigs, lest they trample them underfoot and turn to attack you. Mm, Let's pray. Father, as we come to this part of your word, please be with us. Please give us understanding. Please may the words of my mouth honor you. May the position of every heart here honor you as we listen in humility to your word and your judgments. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So there it is. Don't judge. Pretty easy. But it's not really the whole thought, is it? Do not judge. It doesn't stop there. Whole thought is do not judge that you not be judged. And then it goes on. And honestly, how do you feel after hearing this passage? Um, I, I have to say, I feel like there's a whole lot of judging going on. <laughs> Calling people pigs and dogs. You don't do that in polite society. We don't do that. I don't do that. Um, calling people hypocrites. The whole thing is judgy. <laughs> right? It's judgy. Um, it isn't Midwestern. Don't worry, I'm from the South, so I also get to talk about politeness culture. It's not part of the South's politeness culture, unless you're talking about someone behind their back, that's okay. But not in front of them. And here's the same. You guys are even more nice and polite in Evansville than we are in the South. I actually like this brand of politeness culture better. I enjoy it. I'll talk more about that as we go. Um, So what are we supposed to do with judge not? What does it actually mean? What's the application? Um, It's clear that Jesus isn't telling us, don't make judgments. And if he's trying to tell us that, he's doing a bad job because what he's demonstrating is a lot of judgments, right? The whole Sermon on the Mount, Jesus has been making all kinds of judgments. If you've been paying attention and you felt the intense pressure that Jesus is bringing to bear on your hearts about your sin and about the sin of even other people who may or may not have been there. calling out scribes and Pharisees, groups of respected religious leaders that everyone knew. Jesus, what if they hear you? That's okay. I want them to hear me. Calling out Gentiles, which I think, unless there's some Jewish blood in here. No, I'm not a Jew. People ask that. Um, we're all Gentiles. We're all Gentiles. Jesus calls out the Gentiles. Don't be like the Gentiles when you pray. Jesus had some Gentiles who liked him and were interested in him. So don't think that the Gentiles wouldn't have heard him talking about the Gentiles. So Jesus is always judging. And his words have been teaching us what's good and what's bad. What's true and what's false. What's 
sin and what's not sin. And he is dividing between us. And he is dividing us inside our own hearts as we're forced to look at ourselves and kind of sift ourselves and know, why did I do that? Or, well, I haven't ever slept with anyone, but now that Jesus told me lust is adultery, I guess I'm kind of caught. And that's happening through the whole Sermon on the Mount, the whole time. But then you still have the fact that this passage starts with judge not. And then, of course, it ends with don't throw your pearls to pigs. <laughs> so it's a bit of a tension. What is judgment, anyway? Well, it's just what I've been saying. Judgment is decide what's good or bad. We all do it all the time. Sometimes we just keep it to ourselves. Sometimes we make it known. Um, I, I, but we, we never stop doing it. All of you, little kids, adults, you have a lot of thoughts about a lot of things, and your thoughts are judgments. They're not just judgments about how mint chocolate chip is a better flavor of ice cream than strawberry, and I don't people understand that. But they're, they're judgments about, like, that was bad. That guy's stupid. Why did my mom... My mom is so dumb. Uh, my brother. Man. Mom said that he could play 30 minutes of video games, and he's been out there at least 35 minutes, and that's not right. They cut me off right at 30. Well, uh, how many times a day do I get irritated at people who don't accelerate quickly enough on the freeway? <laughs> my, w- my wife knows that I, <laughs> I, I just, I make this assumption now. If I'm behind a driver with a handicap license plate, I'm instantly like, I don't know how to accelerate quickly. They're going to and my wife was like, at first, that's not, that's not true of all people with handicapped license plate, but actually it is. Now she, now she knows. How many times a week do I read something in the news, or you hear about something, and you make judgments about it? Politician, celebrity, corporation, and that senator. There, there he goes again. Disney, you're dumb. Forcing everyone to pay $30 to stream Mulan when I already subscribed to Disney+. Plus. How dare you? <laughs> we all have judgments. And... Not saying it out loud is called what? It's called being polite. It's called being a nice, respectable person. And don't you want to be a nice, respectable person? I do. I mean, you can hate someone, but as, <laughs> you just have to be able to shake their hand and smile. <laughs> Talk about the weather for a minute. How's your kids? Good, good. You know. Um, and then if anyone breaks the code of niceness, um which I think I mentioned is a little stronger here, even than in the South, I would say. If anyone breaks that code by actually saying something out loud at the wrong time, boy, do we judge them. Dude, do you not know? You're causing useless tension. We can all just get along. Think that if you want, but you idiot. Don't say that out loud. I don't want to have to deal with that. And certainly don't say it to me. I don't want to know that you have a criticism. Don't say it to me. We're nice people. We're going to stay nice people. Don't be a jerk. Well, what is that? That's actually, that's judgment. That's your judgment. And the judgment is the standard of being a nice person, being a polite person, right? We all have that. We all do that. Um, So (laughs) what we have is a passage that challenges us right where we don't want to be challenged. Don't want to be challenged. I don't mind being challenged not to be anxious. That's kind of nice. I'm an anxious person. 
um, it's good. I get to be challenged not to be anxious. Then calm down. You have a Father in heaven. Well, that's sweet. But Jesus is coming at me with what? He's, he's teaching us to do a good job of making judgments, deciding what's right and wrong. And then it's not just that. That would be, maybe that would be okay. But a good job of talking with other people about them. That's going to make for some uncomfortable situations. And people might not end up thinking you're very polite. And who wants that? Can't we all just get along? Um, but we have to, it turns out, make judgments about other people in order to help them if we love them and to honor our Father in heaven. So let's, let's begin at the beginning. Um, judge not that you be not judged. That's what the ESV says. Uh, I like the translation better, the NASB. And if you like acronyms, let's talk after the service, or LTATS. Um, uh, so judge the NASB says judge not so that you will not be judged so that you will not be judged which I think immediately makes the passage a little clearer because I wonder wait what so that I won't be judged what exactly are we talking about well the next verses explain what that means it means that quote with the judgment you pronounce you will be judged and with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. So Jesus is saying what? Well, we keep going. He's saying, why do you see the speck that's in your brother's eye? Tiny speck, but you don't notice the log that's in your own eye. How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when there's a log in your own eye, you hypocrite. First, take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. So he's saying this. When you hide your sister's toys every day as a joke, <laughs> her. And then you get mad when she hides one of your toys. And you go to your parents and you're like, your parents ought to discipline you. Oh, oh, you didn't like that. You didn't think it was funny. Well, you don't get to talk. Same measure for you. You do it to her every day. And now you're mad. Now you're going to cry. Come on. No. Don't get to talk. That's what Jesus means. He means that when you get angry on the Lloyd because someone cuts you off, you ought to check yourself and remember all the times you have driven aggressively, cut other people off, or done other things that maybe endanger their lives for a second. Before you think, I have a right to be angry at you, you jerk, you cut me off. I could have been killed, or I could, whatever. Could have had a little fender bender. Well, what about you? Do you do the same thing? Have you actually dealt with that before you get all mad at other people on the Lloyd? Uh, Jesus is saying that when you have a habit of looking at porn, you hear about someone who had sex outside of marriage, well, maybe you don't get to go in all guns blazing. Maybe even in your own mind, you don't get to be guns blazing because you haven't dealt with your own sexual sin. You're going to be held to the same standard that you hold other people to, even if you never say a word to them about it even if you just keep it to yourself. Who's going to hold you to that standard? Well, that would be God. God is the judge. God is the one who looks at you and knows the ways you've looked down on other people, even though you do the same thing. Um, God is the judge, right? Talking about judgment, God is the judge who will carry out his perfect judgment one day. 
in, if you like, the heavenly courthouse. Our courthouses are like the house here in Vanderburg County here in town. It's like a little image of what heaven will be like. The judge pronounces sentence. We find out what's true or false, what's good or bad, who's actually guilty or not. There can be miscarriages of justice, of course. But hopefully that's what's happening, right? And that's the point of the judge. This is an image of the judgment seat of God. It comes from him. Do that because he's the judge. And God is going to pass sentence on all of us. He's going to sentence us to eternal life or eternal death. And if we don't remember that God sees our hearts and lives as they really are, and that he's not fooled when I'm mad at that friend at school because he looks down on me. Well, God knows that you look down on other friends you thought weren't as cool. And he knows that. He's not fooled when we judged other people for opening their mouths when we thought they shouldn't because he knows we have the same judgments that they do. We just don't say them, and that's hypocritical. Um, God's truth, his holiness, his goodness, they come to us first, and they look us, they look us in the face. He holds up a mirror to us, and he says, deal with yourself. And if we don't do that, we're going to do a bad job of, it starts with a J. We're going to do a bad job of judging. We're going to do a bad job of helping other people by telling them the truth about themselves. Because we do have to help other people. We have to help our brothers and sisters. We have to help our friends and neighbors. We have to help our kids. So did I mention that this is like the nicest place I've ever lived? Evansville. <laughs> like, it's really nice. I, I, random people walking down the sidewalk smile and say hello. My neighbors are really friendly. Even employees at Walmart are friendly like 60% of the time or something. It's pretty great. Um, I, and I, I, like I said, I'm from the South, but the South is not nice in the same way. It's not warm in the same way. And I am not being sarcastic. I really like it. <laughs> it's like a relief. I really appreciate it. And I think, I think there's a lot of valuable stuff in that, right? Being nice to each other. Um, showing a basic care for other people in the way that you act towards them. It's, I like it. I like it. But as, as a child of the South, and now as someone who's lived in Evansville for 10 months, I think I understand the danger of a culture where everyone just wants to get along. I think I understand what it means to stuff your resentment and pretend you're still a nice person when really you do hate the other person or you judge them actually, but you're not going to say it, you're not going to deal with it. It's just going to keep going, right? That relationship might break, but no one's going to try to repair it because, well, don't judge, right? Um, Jesus will not leave us alone. He won't leave us to ourselves in a private cloud of our own judgments. You're wrong. She's wrong. I'm mad at... My sister, I'm mad at my brother, I'm mad at my dad, I'm mad at my friend, I'm mad at my wife, I'm mad at my husband. Think of what he just said. He didn't say, first take the log out of your own eye and then shut your mouth. No need, no need to say anything more. No need to say anything more. Other drivers never do anything wrong. Other drivers, well, even if they do, it doesn't matter. There's never a time to tell your mom or your dad that your sister is being mean to you. Never say that. If someone else is destroying their life with their sin, I mean, why don't you ignore it? Go ahead and ignore it. Just as bad as they are anyway. What did he say? 
he said, when you decide between right and wrong, and when you bring what you understand about truth and the lie and destruction and life to bear on someone else in any situation, make sure that you've dealt with your own heart first. That's what he said. God comes to you before he comes to the other people who do things that you disapprove of or things that you know are wrong. He comes to you about your stuff. But you still have to deal with those other people. You have to care. What if you see your coworker and you're like, I think I just saw his hand in the cash register. I'm not sure, but maybe. Well, can you ignore that? Not if you love God. Not if you care about your workplace. Not if you care about your boss. Not if you care about your coworker. You're going to have to keep an eye out. And that's, well, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about judgment. That's judgment. So take being a parent. Being a parent is really a judgy kind of occupation. <laughs> you judge the truth of what their children say and do. Did you hit your brother? Are you telling the truth about that? Oh, so you did hit your brother. Oh, I see. It's only because he hit you first. Did he really hit you first? Oh, no, he said that thing that made you mad. And then you hit him. Okay, now I know what's going on. <laughs> well, what are you doing? You're judging your kids. You're not... God, the judge on the throne, deciding their eternal destiny. You're not a criminal judge, but you're judging, right? You're making judgments, and you're helping them. If you don't help them that way, you don't love them. If you don't discipline you don't, them, you don't love them, right? Um, and, uh, what, I mean, for instance, your kids actually, you kids, you should know this about yourselves. You assign motives way too easily to your brothers and sisters, he tripped on me. It's because he was trying to hurt me. <laughs> he tripped on me and my elbow hurts. No, no, he, he just tripped. He wasn't trying to hurt you. Stop that. He didn't have the idea that he wanted to do you harm. No, that's not why he tripped. And then, of course, there's other times where actually he pretended to trip because he was mad and he wanted to push me down. And sometimes that actually does happen. But a lot of the times, you're just too judgy, you kids. Adults aren't like this. <laughs> we don't assign bad motives to other people too quickly. Oh, I'm not saying don't ever assign motives. You can't really stop yourself from doing that. But how are your kids supposed to learn, no, that's not the right time to assign a motive. Stop it. You're being too judgy. How are they going to learn that if you don't uh, do this thing, hold on, help me out, it starts with a J. <laughs> how are they going to learn how to do that if you don't judge them and tell them, no, you can't assign a motive? Or, okay, you're right that time, he was mad. That's why he tripped, you know. Um, other people, what about adults? Adults don't have parents usually, hopefully, calling you and telling you, <laughs> You're being too judgy. Maybe we do sometimes. Um, but uh, what, what, who do we rely on? Well, in, in, this is the church of Jesus Christ. And in the church of Jesus Christ, we rely on each other to help each other out. Because all of our judgments are screwed up. They're all screwed up and we all need help. And in a place where I see, I see clearly, you have a speck in your eye. Or where I have a speck, maybe a giant telephone pole in my eye, <laughs> you see clearly and you're going to help me, and you're going to say, no, Ben, that's not what he meant. 
No, Megan, that's not what she meant. We're going to help each other out. Husbands and wives are going to help each other out, get calibrated right, make right judgments, withhold judgment at the right time, make the judgment at the, at the right time. No, don't withhold judgment. You just saw what you saw. <laughs> are you going to deal with reality or not? Well, this is the church of Jesus Christ, and we help each other out that way. We help each other out. We help each other to stay humble, too. Okay, so why does Jesus say, why does Jesus say, judge not? Does he start that way? Okay, I'll tell you. Jesus says, judge not, so that you will not be judged. Because who is he dealing with, particularly in the Sermon on the Mount? With his disciples, that's how it starts. His disciples came to him, and he he sat down and began to teach them. So he's dealing with people who know Jesus' love. They love Jesus. They love the Father in heaven. Uh, And people like that, they love Jesus' message. They love his truth. They want to live as his witnesses, and that means they're going to talk. They're going to be thinking about that truth and how to apply it. They're going to be making judgments. They're going to be bringing Jesus' truth to people. They're going to apply it to their culture. They're going to apply it to their coworkers. They're going to apply it to their family members. They're going to apply it to their friends. They're going to be zealous. Can someone tell me what, what does that word mean? What does zealous mean? What is zeal? I actually would like, if there's a kid who knows, tell me. Peter, can you give me a definition? Lucy? Lucy is not looking at me. Um, uh, <laughs> who else? <laughs> who, who has the answer? All right. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, that's good. That was a good job. You, you feel like you really want to do it. You're really motivated. You could call it passion if you wanted, I guess. You could call it enthusiasm. You just have kind of, it's like there's a little, there's a fire inside you. Like if you decide, no, this year I'm going to be really good at baseball. And suddenly you're practicing all the time and you can't be stopped. And you're just super excited about a sport. But you're like, I'm going to beat this video game. And you're like zealous and your parents are like, no, sorry, you need to do homework. You're not going to, not going to let that zeal go. <laughs> um, or you, you, whatever, whatever it is. Maybe it's raclat. You're zealous about. <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's cooking. Maybe it's we all have things actually that we get very excited about. I get excited about superhero movies, even though you think I learned by now that most of them stink. Um, but I like them <laughs> anyway. Uh, Jesus Jesus is dealing with a group of people who are excited about him. They're zealous. They're going to be hard to stop. And so you need to check them. Hey, hey. I don't want to stop you from being zealous. I don't want to put out the fire inside your heart for me, for my truth, for my love. I don't want to do that. But generally when we're zealous, we have a tendency to look a little too much out here and not enough in here. So remember, don't go around spreading my truth in a way that's going to condemn you. Because you're not dealing with your own heart anymore. You're just focused on everyone else. No, 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 no. Keep that zeal. Deal with yourself first. Judge not so that you will not be judged. Make the right kinds of judgments. Make it something you can handle. Well, does that apply to us? Is that the kind of enthusiasm that you have for Jesus? Is that the kind of enthusiasm that I have for Jesus? Are we, are we as a church, people who need to be checked 
because we're so excited about taking the message of Jesus, we're going to get a little forgetful and, you know, Ben, you need to deal with that, that issue. Just be quiet for a little. You deal with that. Do we really need to be checked that way? Isn't it more like the opposite? <laughs> like we need to be pushed. No, just because it's nice that people are nice and we enjoy that. And we want to have good relationships where we can. That's not the highest value. Not, the, not making waves, not the highest value, not in the kingdom of God. We, are we the kind of people who need to be given the warning that forms the last part of the passage? <laughs> Don't give dogs what is holy. Don't throw your pearls before pigs, lest they trample them underfoot and turn to attack you. Now again, passing over the fact that this is like the judgiest part of the passage. I mean, we're not an ancient Israel, so we don't feel it like they felt it. You know what it was to call someone a dog or a pig in Israel? It's just, it's such a slap in the face. Um, but Jesus is saying, again, to people who are zealous for him, you need to stop yourselves at the times when you ought to recognize that being a witness for me and being bold is not going to accomplish anything. It's going to get you into trouble in a way that's useless. It's going to get you... Well, on the one hand, it's, not, it's just not proper to give holy things to people who are dogs, to people who just want a chance to bite you. And on the other hand, because that doesn't honor God, actually. And on the other hand, it's dumb. Because you're going to give your pearls to pigs. Who are the pigs? The pigs are people. They're already angry at God. They can't get their hands on God. They can get their hands on you. They can get their hands on you. Maybe they can dox you. I don't know. Maybe they can just make you a stink in the workplace. And are you going to, you need to have wisdom for the times when you don't do that. But hold on again. Because what are these precious pearls that you and I have to give away? Well, the precious pearls are your, starts with a J. Starts with a J. Yeah, they're your judgments. You don't think of your judgments as precious pearls. Your judgments are more like the pieces of garbage or so? I don't know what they are, but they stink to other people and you don't want to stink to other people. No. Your judgments, based on your love for Jesus and his truth, they're the precious pearls. They're precious. They're helpful. They represent your love for other people. Your love for God. They're precious things. You, we can't stop making judgments, right? Can't stop. Our judgments will serve one master or the other our judgments, maybe they're going to end up serving a mob who can tear us apart on social media, dox us, persecute us and our family. They could. That will keep us safe, kind of, for a while. Or your judgments could serve Jesus. You could serve God. You could serve the evil one. Your judgments are going to serve someone. Uh, excuse me. I've been wanting to talk to you about that speck in your eye. Hey, that's a good start. It's a good start of loving someone. Just a little hesitant, like, could we talk about this? Because I care about you, and uh, it's a problem. And That's not a big thing. It's not coming out guns blazing. It's just a little thing. It's like a little way of loving someone. And we all need to be pushed in that little way. We all need to be pushed in that little way. Um, and if you love God and you love his truth and you want to love other people, God will honor that. He'll give you courage. He'll give you words. 
He will. He will. And he'll help you to do a good job at making judgments without being a judgy hypocrite, a jerk. Let's pray. Father, you are holy. Your judgments are in all the earth. You are an intense God of holiness, and you love us, and you have not left us in our sins to die. You have made known the ways we ought to walk. You have made known to us your forgiveness and your love. And you have given these things to us as a trust so that we could be your witnesses. Father, we want to be your witnesses. God, please help us to have zeal and to have boldness. Help us not to be hypocrites, but help us not to be cowards either. Help us to be people who love other people, who love our brothers and sisters even when they're annoying, who love our parents and our coworkers, our husbands, our wives, who love random people we start talking to in the grocery store. God, we pray that we would be your witnesses. In Jesus' name, amen.